Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. Our podcast is going to be about the internal stigmas between Chinese and Indians. My name is Nicole. And I'm Dev. And we are sophomore students at Claremont McKenna College. Claremont McKenna College official website uh, on the undergraduate fact sheet, 14% of our students are Asians, and that includes international Chinese and Indian students. Because of this, we wanted to explore if there are any internal stigmas between the Chinese and Indian students in CMC. We are going to self-introduce ourselves first. Okay, so my name is Nicole, and I am from Hong Kong, but I'm born and raised in Shanghai, China. Um, I went to an international American school, but I've never had Indian friends before in Shanghai. Hi guys, uh, my name's Dave, like I said earlier. Um, I grew up in Mumbai and lived there my entire life before coming to college here in America. Um, I've never really known anybody really from China until I came to college. And the only real exposure I got to Chinese culture was things that I would see in like Western movies or Western shows, things like that. I never really see the real side of China or what Chinese culture really was like. And besides whatever I would see in Western media, um, in Indian media, China is put down very often and there's a huge bias against China because a lot of Indians believe that China is a country that has hostile intentions towards India and that is because of previous misunderstandings between the countries that led to the Indo-Chinese wars but that was a long time ago and um, the world is now in a different state where because of globalization Every like India and China have much better relations, but most people in the country don't really realize, don't really focus on that. Um, the Indian government has even has has even gone as far as to ban many Chinese apps like TikTok or PUBG that were really popular in India, mainly because they were scared of um the Chinese apps sending the Indian consumer data back to China. And they've made it much harder for Chinese citizens to get an Indian visa due to national security concerns. As the as a result of that, there's a deep mistrust between India and China that's reinforced by propaganda and the media. And uh, Nicole and I want to investigate these internal stigmas that Indians and Chinese have and bring to light the political ch- uh, tension that is caused by these stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. So Dave and I were both Asian, yet our cultures have so much stereotypes uh, against each other. So in this podcast, we aim to interview Indian and Chinese international students at Claremont McKenna to get their opinions on the opposing culture. And we'll also ask how they think the internal stigma has influenced the relations between India and China and their opinions of the other culture and how this opinion has changed after coming to CMC. We want to further understand how these preconceived notions affected diplomatic and economic relations between the two countries. Um, For the following episodes, we will be interviewing other Indian and Chinese international students. But for now, for the opening episode, we will be talking among each other about the stereotypes that we had of each other. So... 
Dave and I, we actually wrote down a bunch of topics and our stereotypes against each other, and we will talk about it and see if we can confirm and deny them. Are you ready, Dave? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So um, let's talk about appearances first. What do you think of the stereotype for like Chinese? So I think that the Chinese stereotype is like. It's just that Chinese people have like really small eyes, they're really pale, really skinny, and they're usually like shorter than most people or smaller, and、um, a lot of Indians do think that because I never really see many Chinese people in India, right? So if you, and if you don't like, go and search it up on Google or anything like that, oh,、uh, you would presume that that would be true. Yeah, honestly, I I believe so too because there are so many different types of Chinese people out there that like it's it's easy to generalize how Chinese people perceive beauty as. And to be honest, I think the local Chinese people they do believe that like the more pale it is, the more beautiful、mm-hmm. it is. Just because back in the day, usually like the rich and the wealthy ones will stay at home and not get burned from、mm-hmm. the sun. So like a paler skin. Might imply like a higher social status, but now I feel like because there are so many different Chinese,、uh, or like there are a lot of third generation Chinese who are living in America that like Dave, I'm really tan right now,、mm. and I believe this is way better than me being pale.、Yeah. So I think like we can deny this like stereotype. <laughs> no, yeah, I I definitely agree with what you're saying, and even India itself has a huge obsession with. Connecting beauty and having fairer skin, right? India has has a really bad habit. Like everybody in India is obviously not pale, right? Everybody has brown skin or you know different shades of color. But it, most people are not pale.、And、yeah. So I actually have a question, Dave. Obviously, in India, there are different shades of、yeah. brown that people are. Are there like? Different like social status or like any stereotypical opinions that we have on the different shades. So, if you look at India itself, within India, there are a lot of stereotypes towards、uh, North Indians and South Indians. Oh, so there's a difference between North Indians and South Indians. Yes, there's、okay. a there's a huge cultural difference between North India and South India because, um, the distance between them is like. A six off light, seven off light,、mm. so it is quite a bit,、mm. right? And the general perception of like South Indians is that you know they have darker skin. Dave, where is Mumbai? Is Mumbai in South India or North India? Yeah, so Mumbai is on like the southwest coast of India.、Mm. Uh, I'd say that like the further south you go from Mumbai, that's when you get to like states like Tamil Nadu or Kerala. Where the people tend to have really dark skin,、mm. and over there, some a lot of people tend to in India、uh, associate darker skin with like somebody who's uglier or somebody who's you know more impure,、mm. and they they give a lot of importance to like having fair skin and beauty. Like there's this, there was this one really really popular, um. Like product, it was like a skincare product called Fair and Lovely,、mm. and it was actually like the most popular skincare product in India. And despite its name being Fair and Lovely, right, which is obviously racist, and it was only like recently that Fair and Lovely got sued, and they had to change their name, um, 
because. So is this fair and lovely product, uh, supposed to make you like more fair and colors? Yeah, so it I it's supposed to make you, like, you know, it's just supposed to be something that's good for your skin.、Mm. It's not actually like a bleaching cream or something that makes you fairer. But they just they would just name it that because a lot of people in India have that perception that you know being fair is,、uh, is being. It does mean that you look better or more beautiful, and that's why that's what they would get attracted towards this product.、Mm. And now they have they've had to change their name from fair and lovely to glow and lovely. Oh wow!、Okay. Yeah, because they they got sued, and then they had to <laughs> change the name. Okay, interesting. All right, so the next topic we have is cuisine. This is gonna be interesting. All right, do you want to start first, Dave? What do you think Chinese people eat? Yeah, sure. So I mean, like, <laughs> this is obviously something that's been a stereotype for really, really long. And、right? I think it's been like exaggerated due to COVID too. That is true. That is true. And especially like, you know, in India, a lot of people use WhatsApp.、Mm-hmm. And one of the main problems of WhatsApp is that you can forward messages. To a lot of people at once,、mm. right? So a lot of people in India, especially like my grandparents,、mm. they'll send like ten WhatsApp forwards to me a day,、mm-hmm. right? And it's just so like, like that's how like just how much misinformation、exactly. is like being spread. Exactly,、yeah. and it's just the most like random things that ninety percent not true,、um, but okay. But let's talk about it. Let's all be honest here. What do you think? Not just you, but just like any other like person would think what Chinese people eat. Because I've been asked if I eat dogs,、yeah. or cats, or rats, or bats. So I was, I was basically told that Chinese people eat like everything that they can find, right? Like、You're、I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I remember somebody told me that like. Chinese people when they go to the movies,、mm. they don't have popcorn, but they have fried cockroaches. No way! And I remember this so clearly. And I I was like ten years old or twelve years old or something <laughs> at that time, and I was convinced that it was true. No way! Until I actually、oh、like a couple of years ago, like just search, just googled it. Yeah. Okay. So for like the bugs and all that. I remember I traveled to like this really suburban part of China before, and they have this like really chaotic night food market thing with like exotic foods, and I did see like fried cockroaches or like fried crickets, all of that.、Yeah. A lot of people are reluctant to like taste it and eat it. But I would say like most people do not eat like insects or bugs or dogs. Definitely not cats and rats and bats and all of that. No, I I definitely get what you mean. Like now that I've actually had Chinese food, and it is really good. And I know it's obviously not just dogs and cats, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we can positively deny that one. Yeah. Okay, but for Indian cuisines, though, to be honest, before really like trying any like authentic Indian food, I feel like Indian food is just like spicy curry or like chicken butter. But then, like coming to CMC, I realized there's so many varieties when it comes to like Indian cuisines. Yeah. So I mean, the thing with Indian food is that India is really, really big, right? So there's、mm-hmm. a huge. 
variety in the terms of like how many cultures are there how many languages are there within the within just one country itself and that's true for even the food right mm-hmm. so the food that you get in the south of india the food that you get in the middle of india the food that you get in they're the north of india they're all completely different mm. right and most of the the food that is popularized in the rest of the world are the things that the british actually took from india uh, right when that that they've taken back to their country Oh, and then no they way. popularized in in their country and then when a lot of indian families like migrate to different countries like they come to america for a better life things like that mm. right? so what are some popular indian cuisines are there can, kind of like common ingredients among all of them because i know for chinese cuisines we eat a lot of flour and wheat like rice dumplings all of that yeah so indian cuisine um has a base of what we call rotis mm-hmm. uh which is basically like bread and uh, we have that with then what we call a shak which is vegetables that's cooked and spiced and um you have those two together and although a lot of people do think that indian food is really spicy which it is spicy but the thing with indian food is that it's so spicy because we use a lot of natural ingredients and a lot of spices in mm. the food so it's not just chili right it's mm-hmm. not just spice it's a bunch of things added together exactly. for this aroma exactly so you get a yeah. lot of flavor and spice in it i also feel like indian cuisines are honestly a lot more vegetarian based than i thought it was chinese people i think they definitely eat more meat Like yeah. Yeah, actually India is if not majority but like a large portion of India's population is vegetarian mm-hmm. and that's due to the Hinduism which is the generally the most popular religion in India. It preaches non-violence and that people should not kill animals just to consume them. And there are also like cows are considered sacred in India. Mm, and yeah. because of that there are some states which have a ban on the consumption of cow meat. Oh wow, that's actually really interesting because one of the stereotypes that came up is that the environment of India, a lot of people think India is roamed with like cows just on the street. Right, so that is a little bit true. <laughs> right? You do you do tend to see cows on the streets. But that's just because when you look at cities in India, mm-hmm. it's it's not as modernized as cities in other places in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? So you still have like farmers coming into the city uh on, you know, a weekly basis to sell their crops. Mm. Right? And naturally when the farmers come, he's going to bring his cow with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Okay. So let's deny the stereotype of Indian cuisines of being only curry and chicken butter. Yeah. So moving on to the next topic, let's talk about careers. So this is something that I feel that we actually have in common rather than in different. Where a lot of people from outside of Asia, outside of India and China, have this perception of Indians and Chinese being people who are you know really good at math. people who are really good at computer science 
um, these kind of really nerdy fields. Yeah, um, that like IT experts, pre-med or like engineering programs, all of that. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel that this comes from the fact that both of India and China have very similar cultures when it comes to like education. professionally yeah. and in education, right? Where a lot of families push their children towards these these careers because they feel like they're more prestigious or they'll be able to earn the most amount of money in these careers compared to any others mm-hmm. right like there's a common joke in india that like the only two options you have in terms of a career are either being a doctor or an engineer right <laughs> and if you're a woman you should be a doctor and if you're a guy you should be an engineer really yeah and it's like it's a joke mm-hmm. but it is so so true because i know friends who have parents who literally force them to study either medicine or engineering wow. and they refuse to like support them in any way if they do not if they follow choose other. if they choose otherwise mm. i also have friends who are like that even though i feel like most of the chinese students i know they are actually a lot loose on like what they want to do but for some like really strict and conservative parents they need them to do like data science or like law school or doctors but i feel like this culture has been changing and evolving lately just because the chinese culture has been more like open minded when it comes to what you can do to earn money and like what success means to a family but i definitely feel like there is a large amount of families out there and parents out there who would want their kids to do these like certain things and these careers are um kind of deemed as more like impressive than the other ones yeah even if they yeah. don't make like as much money just the name of like being a doctor or being a lawyer sounds like wow like that's really impressive your kid is so smart you know yeah no and i also feel like the outside world has these perceptions of uh india and china because a lot of times that the people who who you know do leave india or china to go to other countries to work or to study are usually high achieving individuals mm. right and these are people who who yes first of all they are high achieving and they are usually in these fields mm. so that's why a lot of people from other countries have this perception of india and china that like everybody from there is you know good at math and everybody from there is wants to become an engineer yeah. or wants to go into cs but that's yeah. actually not true at all yeah okay but what what do you think about like are there any gender differences between the expectations in china um girls are expected less than like males or like yeah. guys you know no, like that's... i feel like guys in age in like chinese culture is like the man of the house and they need to like make money take care of their family do all of that while the girl is just more like submissive in some way yeah i think a lot of um maybe not a lot but at least like uh some time ago in india that there would be a huge bias against a girl mm. right and it, it some people would even go as far as to like consider like a female child a burden on the family 
A burden from the family. A burden on the family. Yeah. Oh, a burden. Yeah. Mm. And um, it actually it it was a big problem, where a lot of people in India will you know how you can find out the sex of the baby before mm-hmm. you have it, mm. right? And if it was a female, then they would just abort the child, right? And that's why now in in India it's no longer legal to like. Tell somebody the sex of the child before they are born, and uh, even in general, like female infanticide, has been a problem in India for years and years. Yeah, I feel like the same problem. Uh, it's not that common, but it definitely exists in like the Chinese culture as well, where like they they wouldn't want like, a baby that's a girl, and they would rather have like a guy, and sometimes like couples will fight. Because they have a baby girl instead of yeah. a baby guy. Yeah, because a you know? a male child is seen as somebody who can eventually earn for the family,、mm-hmm. while a female child is just seen as somebody who you have to take care of. Yeah, and I feel like also the name too, because when we are born, when kids are born, they adopt the last name of the guy family. Yeah. Of the men, so then I think they want to elongate the lineage of the man family. For as long as possible. No, definitely, and even like middle names in India、mm-hmm. are almost always the father's name,、mm. right? And there、mm-hmm. are some, there are some like especially in the south of India, some cultures that use the middle name in such a way that it carries that your middle name will contain each of your. Fathers, fathers, fathers,、mm-hmm. names. So where your you know you have your name and your surname, and then your middle name is like ten names long, <laughs> right? Really, really. And the thing is, a lot of people they follow that, but they don't even remember the、mm-hmm. entire middle name. Just like followed. For the sake of following it nowadays,、mm. and that's not to say that there aren't people who do believe in the culture and do follow it religiously, but that's just like most of the people that I've interacted with. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, what about marriage? What do you think marriage is like? Because I feel like a lot of the stereotypes. Um, with India, is that it's all arranged marriage, and women are subordinate to men. <clears throat> the family of the woman will kind of choose a man for you、yeah. to be married off. Is that true or is that not? So in India, there are a lot of arranged marriages,、mm-hmm. right? I think as India starts becoming more modern and more progressive, and there are like Western influences in within the country. The number of arranged marriages are going down a lot, but at the same time, it's as popular as ever in India, right? Like, really, my parents got an arranged marriage,、mm. and、um, you know, why do you think it's still that popular? So I think it's mainly because a lot of people think of it as it being very convenient,、mm. right? In the sense that you don't have to go out and find somebody. And go through heartbreak or whatever,、mm. um, and you don't have to do much besides,、um, you know, your family find somebody for you, and that's interesting because I saw this um research earlier a few months ago about how like, the divorce rate for arranged marriage is actually way lower than the 
than the divorce rate of like real love. So I feel like there there are benefits when it comes to arranged marriages. It's just it's non-existent in America. So that's why people think arranged marriage is such a taboo thing or such a different or like. No, I think arranged marriages are not、mm. that bad in themselves.、Mm. Uh, what I feel like. Uh, you know when arranged marriages become really dangerous and become a negative thing, especially, um, for usually the woman is when the family forces、mm. the person into the marriage,、mm. right? Uh, where they're not given any choice, or even if like they love somebody else, but their family is like, no, that person is not good enough, or for whatever reason, right?、Mm. Like a lot, and also besides that, a lot of people in India. They want to get married like within the same religion,、mm. within the same caste of somebody of a similar like social and economic standing, and that's why they find it a lot more easier to have an arranged marriage with somebody who you know they know that they would be of a certain economic standing. Yeah. Or they would they would have a certain kind of background that's similar to your own.、Mm. See, I feel like when people think about arranged marriage, they like unconsciously, directly think of like a woman being unwilling to marry someone, but has to marry them because of their family. So that's not true. So that's not always true, right?、Mm. In in there are situations in which that does happen,、mm. and those are where I feel like, obviously, that's really bad, right?、Mm. And that's where India needs to improve on. But the concept of arranged marriages as a whole, um, you know, it can be quite beneficial, right? Especially、mm-hmm. for let's say like people who have been really focused on their career,、mm. you know, and have not been able to devote that much time to their love life.、Mm. For a lot, for a lot of people, you know, they find themselves at an age at which they've spent their entire life working, and now you know, they they don't they think that they don't have enough time to. Find somebody and then settle down with them and then have children with them, right? Because like to find somebody you want to marry, it can take a lot of tries, a lot of years of dating, yeah, and meeting different kinds of people, right?、Mm. So an arranged marriage makes it a lot easier and convenient.、Mm. Um, another negative thing I see that I've seen w- with arranged marriages recently is that like there has been like a little bit of like. Glorification of them, like the there was a show made by Netflix on Indian arranged marriages,、mm. which was like a reality show type thing, and in that they like, they were trying. I feel like they were trying to conform to every Indian stereotype,、oh, and、wow. like really milking it, and <laughs> I like, I didn't enjoy that at all. Mm. Really, and it was kind of offensive. Yeah. And also, it it was glorifying something that a lot of people have trouble with in their life. Yeah. Right. For arranged marriage, is it more common for like a higher social status, lower social status, or it doesn't really matter? Um, I think it's common throughout.、Mm. Really. Right, but it's not very common for somebody from a high status to have an arranged marriage to somebody from a low status.、Mm. Right, that's kind of the whole point of arranged marriages, for it to be somebody of a similar level. Okay. As you. So, do you think like I know that I know that China, 
has like the one child policy and things like that but uh, are there anything else that you feel that you know stereotypes about chinese marriages so like in china we don't have arranged marriages but i feel like um for some like really local conservative families the parents will want to like kind of convince their daughter who to marry uh hopefully it's someone who's like more successful or like has their like um life together i'm not sure how extreme it can go but i know that some chinese parents they they might like force their daughter to marry someone who's more wealthy than someone who's not hmm. for their daughter to have like a better life and i feel like the standards that they have for like men are way higher than like women in a way that like for women like they're okay with their daughters just marrying rich or like going into a comfortable life with a man who has like power but for men they really want them to be powerful so then they can take care of their women mm. you know what i mean so even though we don't have arranged marriage i feel like the same concept also applies here where they do look at your social status and all of that um when it comes to like marriages yeah yeah but is there like a really distinct class system in india cuz in china like even though we have different classes i feel like we have a really large middle class and not as much lower class when it comes to like the commercial part of china um so there is actually a very distinct class system in india mm-hmm. because um once somebody is poor it is very hard for them to break out of that poverty cycle mm. right because the the, the so there's like a really high higher class and a really low like yes yes exactly because i mean like also india is a country of over a billion people right yeah you're bound to get a lot of everything but the highs are very high mm. right like india has the asia's richest man mm, mm, mm. and it also has millions and millions of people who are living below poverty yeah Actually the poverty line in India is so low if you would compare it to like America mm-hmm. right and that's just because there are so many people in India who are literally living like day to day wages okay i'm glad that we had all of these stereotypes planned out and we were able to confirm or deny some of them What do you think Dave? Was this productive for you? Did you learn something new? Yeah, I definitely did. I mean, like looking at all these different stereotypes, um these are things that I was told while growing up. Um you know, things that either like from peers or from media um that I was exposed to and it's, you know, it's nice to discuss it with somebody from there and actually see how how wrong i am about it <laughs> okay all right i will see you guys next episode bye guys bye guys dekh lak lak par gaya